Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Lindsay Lewis. Thanks for being on the show, Lindsay. Thanks, Whitney, for having me. My pleasure. Lindsay is the Director of Business Intelligence for Spartan Investment Group, LLC. Applying 10 plus years of experience in competitive and advanced analytics across the spectrum from data sourcing to integration and exploitation, Lindsay develops and implements a strategy for leveraging data, technology, and research to quickly identify opportunities for SIG and its investors. Lindsay, thanks again. Why don't you give us a little background of, of uh, you know, how you got into this business and, and uh, you know, this, you know, with SIG and, and real estate syndication? Sure. Um, well, so I, well, I've owned and rented real estate um, as well as rehabbed a home in DC with my husband. Uh, my background, however, is not in real estate. Uh, prior to joining Spartan Investment Group, uh, I spent about 12 years working in a classified environment, mostly doing uh, intelligence for special military units. So kind of bringing it back around, I honed specific analytical skill sets social network analysis, geospatial mapping techniques, big data processing, uh, using various tools, uh, which I brought over to Spartan and use daily. Nice, nice. So I guess get us started a little bit about your specialty, you know, in Spartan and Spartan uh, Investment Group and, and just the role you play there. Sure. So at the time that I joined uh, the company, they were seeking a more data-driven, uh, data systems-based approach to finding opportunities. So I was a good fit uh, being someone with the ability to source, locate data, compile it, and share actionable information, whether through a report, a map, a chart, uh, or a conversation. So what they needed was uh, a business intelligence capability, which simply put is taking data, turning it into information, uh, and then into actionable knowledge. So that's kind of what I bring to Spartan and it's worked out. It's worked out very well. Great. So what are some of the ways within Spartan that you're able to bring data or and use that? What do you all use the data for that you're able to compile? Oh, multiple things. Um, <laughs> so there are um, many uses. So for example, I currently have about 500 data sources of various types, demographic, psychographic, economic, geographical, industry, specific, market, uh, you name it, as far as, um, so what, what I do with that is I kind of incorporate and layer those different data sources together to um, provide a meaningful like story to, um, to the executives. Let me give you an example our first self-storage development uh, was the result of some location analysis that I did to identify self-storage gaps in a, um, a tertiary, maybe secondary tertiary market about an hour and a half south of Seattle. And I instructed our chief investment officer at the time who lived in Seattle to travel to a specific stretch of Highway 169, where um, lo and behold, he saw a self-storage coming soon sign. So fast forward a year and 
we currently own and are about to um, submit building permits for the five acres next door to that self-storage coming soon sign. Uh, so that's just kind of one example of how I was able to bring kind of my skill set. And I, I, I really love to tell that story because <laughs> it's our first development. So nice. Very, very nice. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I guess help us as far as, you know, in our businesses, you know, how we can locate the right data and, you know, I guess guide us through that process a little bit, you know, and what you do and how we can apply that to our business. Sure. So like I said, I have about 500 plus data sources, but... Um, <laughs> we probably won't be able to go over all those. <laughs> right. Um, but there are... Just some, some key ones. Yeah, there are some standouts um, that I, I will mention. Now, the first and most important one, in my view, is publicly available information. Um, so to, in 2013, there was an executive order um, called the Open Data Initiative, and basically mandated that government at all levels make data openly available and machine readable. And that has been invaluable to uh, data nerds like me. And so I encourage folks to take full advantage of that. I think it may be underutilized, but there's lots of data out there for free um, and even for a small fee. So that's what I probably use mostly. Um, but some other, um, some other data uh, sources that I use and analytical tools are Esri. They provide some, so Esri provides data as well as analytical tools. Uh, Tableau, another data source that I use specifically for self-storage information is Union Real-Time. And Reonomy is another one, just to name a few. Those are the kind of the big ones that I've found very useful. And what type of data would they be providing you? Like what, what would, would these systems be giving you that you need to know? Well, so, uh, so for example, Reonomy um, provides contact information, um, which is pretty important when we're doing our, our outbound direct mail efforts. Esri provides demographics and psychographics and publicly available information. You can get all types of part. You can get parcel information. You can get economic information, tax information. I mean, um, you name it. And Union Real Time uh, provides self storage specific information, so market rents, uh, even pipeline data. Um, it's a very robust and very comprehensive system, and it actually provides you basically the competitive landscape of whatever market you're looking at. Nice. So how do you how do you go about compiling all this data to make it make sense? You know, I, you know, if I if I had to look at all these sources, I would probably be overwhelmed with like, oh my goodness, <laughs> it's just too much data, you know, to go through. So I get overwhelmed still. Oh, I mean, I do get overwhelmed. Um, but that's kind of where the analytical tools come into play. So I mentioned Tableau; that's one data visualization tool. But um, I have to say, in all honesty, Excel. <laughs> hmm. I mean, because that's um, kind of a, a the medium um, to go in between different systems, but uh, and there's another Esri tool that I use that kind of acts as um, a data warehouse, and it's easy to convert data data formats and data types into different. So, like for example, geospatial files, I could easily turn into Excel or CSV files. So that's where analytical tools really come in. So I guess most of these systems, you can export the data yes. directly to Excel. Yes. Okay. Definitely. And so, so what are some, I guess, some key things that these systems are going to tell you that like we need to know? 
Um, I know you talked about like you want uh, one of them's going to have the contact information and what what are some other things they're going to tell you that are that are critical that we ne- that we know need to know. So um, I can give an example. Um, one of the things that uh, I created for um, lead generation and lead management um, are I create interactive maps, and so basically using Esri using the Esri tool that I mentioned earlier, it's called ArcGIS. We'll take data from the jurisdiction um, that we're interested in. So zoning information, a lot of uh, jurisdictions make that information available. Uh, So I would overlay the zoning information. I would take some demand or saturation information from you in real time, layer that on top of that. And also maybe whatever existing or maybe targeted facilities that we're looking at, I would layer that um, so, for example, if we're looking for a parcel of land to do construction, we would um, basically kind of find the hot spots based on where the current saturation is maybe the lowest and where the zoning is amenable to construction. So that, that helps our director of acquisitions, who's in the field, quickly identify where to go. Nice. So he's going to be able to see that map, and I, I guess he's going to see that electronically? He is, and it, they're editable, so he could, you know, provide feedback directly into the map, and it it stores, you know, all the information that we have about a particular lead. Wow! And what kind of system? I mean, what kind of software do you use to do something like that? So uh, it's Arc, It's called ArcGIS. Um, okay. It's, it's, so GIS is Geographic Information System, um, and it, I mean it's an extremely powerful tool. It does require training. And I used it in my former job. So I was able to kind of bring that expertise here. <laughs> nice, nice. How, how could someone get training on something like that? Do you know? Well, yep, you could go online. They actually do have training. It's easy to find out about it online. I mean, just okay. give it a Google. <laughs> okay. so it's an Esri product. And so just Googling it, um, and they definitely have a lot of training available. Great, great. So... You know, I guess, you know, as far as the compiling all this data, give us some other tips or, or tricks to the trade maybe that, I mean, I, I wouldn't even know to ask you, you know, how else, you know, how else can you help us compile this data and, and make it useful to us, you know, with someone maybe that's not as experienced in some of these systems as you are, you know, without the training? Well, so what I would say is uh, definitely it's important to invest in the data and the tools. Um but it is also important to invest in people that know how to use them. And like I, like I said earlier, I would definitely lean on publicly available information um, and Excel because just with those two things, there's a lot of powerful things you can do depending on your level of expertise with Excel and um, and doing like pivot tables and things like that. Um, Otherwise, I would say really just invest in the resources to be able to have that business intel type function in your in your organization. So, Lindsay, what would you say is the the hardest part? You know, I ask everybody like the hardest part of the syndication business or process. But you know, just in your part of the team, what's the hardest part? Oh man, um, actually, the hardest part is me having to constantly be the bad guy. Um, so our, <laughs> our acquisitions director gets excited about almost every deal that comes across his desk. Um, 
So I ha- I'm shutting down deals left and right. Um, just because I'm kind of bringing data to the table. Data is not biased. It doesn't care about relationships, doesn't care about paint colors. Um, it cares about what was and what is. So, you know, don't insert human emotion into the equation. And so that's just, that's kind of hard to manage. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's, yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's why you're so valuable also, right? I mean, that's, that's I, I mean, I hope so. I'd like to think so, yeah. <laughs> of course. So, you know, what's the, what's really the number one thing that's contributed to your success? Oh, just probably my perfectionism. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, that's, um, I'm just very, very attentive to detail. Um, just very thorough and just detail oriented, very analytical. So I think that's, that's really contributed. Nice. So, you know, in, in your line of, work or part of the team, you know, what's something you've done recently to improve your business that, that we could all apply to ours? Well, so I, um, I kind of wear two hats, um, as most of us do, cause we're so small. We have to do a lot with very little. Um, we, so I, I, in, in addition to the business intelligence role, I, um, implement and optimize the systems that we currently use for like our business management system. We use Podio, which I'm sure uh, listeners are familiar with. Um, And I built uh, automatic automated workflows using Globiflow and the various integrations that Podio has. It's a very powerful system um, and it's pretty affordable, but um, I've been able to create some automated processes that uh, make um, our lives easier in certain um, aspects. So like, for example, I created a self-storage listing feed, which pulls um, data from about a dozen commercial real estate listing websites. And uh, the workflow then will filter for our criteria. Um, and I actually am self-taught. So I, I'm not a developer by any means, but um Podio and Globiflow and a lot of those tools that are out there now, um, they make it really easy for you to self-teach. Um, so we get a lot more deals. Um, we get eyes on a lot more deals a lot quicker because of that particular system. Um, also, our op- I created a, an automated process for when we have offerings. Um, so all of the administrative, the paperwork, all that stuff is automated and seamless to the investors. And so that's really... that's that's been a huge uh, value. I would nice. recommend taking advantage of the systems that you have. Nice. Yeah, I've had I've had the pleasure of having your entire team, you know, on the podcast. Yeah. And uh, tell us, um, you know, is there anything that you or the team's excited about right now? Maybe something that you know that you all are working on or moving forward with. Well, um, so what I'm excited about. <laughs> um, And I mean, I think we're all kind of excited about different things, to be honest, but we all kind of have the same goal in mind. But what I'm excited about is a uh, specific um, effort that I've done in conjunction with our acquisitions director, um, a high level kind of national market reduction. So, um, you know, I um, kind of educated the team on what data is available in terms of measurable indicators that could guide us in identifying geographic uh, hotspots for markets where we want to search for leads. Um, You know, whether it be like demographic information, 
um, or what have you, some of the other types that I mentioned earlier. Um, so we came up with a set of custom criteria and we're able to narrow down from over 900 markets to about 150. So we have a very narrowed, reduced focus now. Um, I'm, I'm very excited about continuing to dig into those markets. Nice. Uh, Lindsay, thank you so much you know, for being on the show and, the, and the, providing the content about how we can gather this data and how important it is. Will you tell the listeners how they can learn more about you and, and uh, SIG? Sure. So yeah, you could go to the website. Um, as you said, you've interviewed um, other folks on my team as well. So I will just put it out there again, but it's www.spartan-investors.com. Um, I am Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y at spartan-investors.com. Uh, and all of our contact information should also be on the website. So Great. We'll definitely have it in the show notes. Cool. And I hope the listeners will connect with Lindsay. And, and I appreciate you all being on the show today and listening uh, to her. And, and uh, I hope you will go to lifebridgecapital.com and connect with me and schedule, or you can schedule a call and, and I'll help you any way I can. And I hope you'll join the Facebook group so we can all learn from experts like Lindsay and, and her team. And uh, we can all grow our business together. Have a good day and we will talk to you all tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show, brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate, while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.